Hello and welcome back to the Specky and Paul Talk Detailing Podcast. We are the overworked and underpaid of the UK detailing community. This is Season 3, Episode 16, Old Habits Die Hard. My name is Specky McSporran and I'm joined as usual by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Paul Dolden. Fresh-faced from Coventry Central, Costadale Coventry, we should be talking about that (laughs) later on. Yes, we're back. Um, thanks to the IT consultancy department, um, we are back on the air. Had numerous <laughs> problems <laughs> earlier on in the booth. Welcome back to everyone, all our lovely listeners. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, we're not live on the shop floor, the arena, which was uh, Waxstock 2023. We're back in our dirty little booths. My friend and fantastic host, I have to say fantastic, because not only is he the IT consultancy department, but he's the host of the podcast, he's way up in Aberdeenshire, dusting the snow from his brow. Not the heat, because we, summer has officially been cancelled. I think it has this year, to be perfectly honest. I think we got we got two weeks of it. Uh, See, and I keep saying this in my video. I say some of my videos, we only get two weeks of summer, and yeah. I'm right. I'm right. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't argue with you there, honestly. Um, you know, for the first two weeks of summer... Uh, we were dying in this house. And I I said to my lovely fiancé, Natalie, I said, maybe this year we should consider getting a proper portable air conditioner because she she operates her little uh, beauty business from home and it's in a conservatory. Wow. Which in the summertime is known (laughs) as the glass house of death. And uh, and honestly, it's... It is so... It's a greenhouse, basically. So it is unbelievably hot. And, uh, yeah, like some of our products were melting and everything like that. I genuinely don't understand. A conservatory is like the equivalent to an SUV. It's utterly (laughs) pointless, isn't it? It, They really are horrendous. I mean, wasn't it the late 70s or early 80s where everyone was pushing, you know, double glazing sales when we were knocking on your door every Sunday trying to flog you some dodgy greenhouse? And now... I've even got a friend that's just done this. It's funny because it belongs to this walking club and I've got a mate, Jamie. Big shout out to Jamie. You won't listen to this. And he's just had <laughs> the roof covered on his conservatory. So it's effectively turned the conservatory into another building. Mm, okay. So it's gone full circle. No, my mum and dad did this <laughs> with, their, with their bungalow. Um, and he said exactly the same thing. They're like 95 degrees in the summer and then they're yeah. minus 50 in the winter. <laughs> So, what yeah. is the point? So that means you can only live in it for like two months of the year, and that's the yes. middle part of the year. Pretty much March and October is all <laughs> you can use your, your conservatory for. It's true, though. What we actually had to do, we we did this last year, last summer, to try and help keep some of the heat down. We got some of this rubberized uh, paint, rubberized oh, rollable paint. <laughs> why, why? And we painted the inside of the the ceiling panels of the conservatory black to try and create shade so there's not so much direct sunlight <laughs> to come in and heat it up um and do you know how effective it was <laughs> absolutely not at all like you might as well have just you know farted on a fire for the, all the help it would have done it was use it didn't do a damn thing okay it keeps the direct sun off of you but Beyond that, did you say it keeps the sun off? It keeps the sun off your butt. Did you say that? Did you off your back? Oh, sorry, not your butt. Your back. Sun's shining out your (laughs) arse here. Uh, So, no. So anyway, we did that. Yeah. So 
we complained and I said to her, no, we really need to get one of these portable air conditioners. And of course, as soon as the sun hit, everyone who had one to sell one on Facebook Marketplace went up to like a bajillion pounds because they knew they'd be in, in great demand. But literally after those two weeks, everything went, oh, where, where, where did the sun go? Yeah, what? it's got a fleece I, out. I ordered some sun here. I know I complained <laughs> about it last it's week, but... Utterly. Look, can, we, can we bring it back, please? Honestly, um, that rolls us nicely into the news uh, with the weather because <laughs> the weather has been utterly appalling. Now... It's been shocking. Like, right, all I've been getting here, I don't know about you, but all I've been getting is I've been getting up in the morning and it's been sunny and it's been nice right through till about lunchtime. And then the clouds start to roll in a bit. And then by three o'clock in the afternoon, it's gone black as the ace of spades and it comes hammering down with rain. It's, it's been deplorable. It's just, it's just been shocking. abysmal. So we, Thursday last I blame week. The English. I would. I'd blame the softy southerners. <laughs> So this is recording, we're recording this on a Tuesday night because I've got walking club um, on Thursday night, which is when we normally record, but I managed to get a video out. People don't out. need to know that. People don't care. They do. They, I do care about them. <laughs> you keep telling me this, but I, I don't believe you. Um, and it's definitely convincing. Um, so yeah, back to the story. Crikey, if, if there is a point to this. Oh, get it on with it. So I managed to knock a video out and I got released on the Thursday and it's doing very very well and it's about the new garage therapy products watch <laughs> it it's very very interesting new products very very good but can I say something about Paul's Paul's creative bug right okay Paul's creative bug is very very interesting for those of you who don't know I'm going to introduce <laughs> you to the world of Paul Dolden no. Paul goes into his creative mode and he says right I'm going to film today I'm going to get most of the the main footage done and maybe if I've got time I'll do my my intro bits and pieces <laughs> who knows I don't know, I know all coming. right so so he cracks on and he films and then he posts on Instagram look at this I have 375 different clips from my camera today <laughs> Jesus Christ how many different shots do you need Michael Bay is on his way to come and give you an editor so he's got all this footage and then he tell, sends me another message the next morning. He says, uh, how's it going? Yeah, yeah, just, uh, you know, I've got a bit of time today. I think I'm going to get on with the editing. Oh, excellent. Good. That's good for you. Getting cracking on. So he does. And then he sends me a message the next day. I got most of the editing done yesterday. I just need to do the voiceover bits and pieces today. Now, here's here's where the, the, the key bit comes into it. He says, I'll probably have it done tonight. And I'll wait until... Oh, maybe Saturday, <laughs> maybe Sunday. This is Wednesday, by the way. Maybe Saturday, maybe Sunday. Good days to release the footage, you know. And I, we've had this conversation many times before where YouTube will tell you the best days to release a video. And so Paul sits there knowing that his video is done and he starts to get itchy, itchy trigger fingers. He's, he's nervous in the pants. He can't move. And the next thing you know, Instagram goes, I've got a new video out. It's Thursday morning. Congratulations. Everyone can watch it now. And I'm like, seriously, Paul, you said you were going to wait till the weekend, but you can't do it. You you have zero self-control. You just, as soon as it's done, you're like, ah, sod it. It's going out now. I Well, yes, but... It, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's true. It's, it's 100% true. None of that is a lie. No. Um, for those of you listening, I'm holding my hands up. Here. <laughs> Excuse me, let me just show you. <laughs> let me just show you. 150% true. But I did release it on a Thursday, um, and there was a reason for it. I couldn't wait. 
<laughs> there you go. And by the way, nobody watches videos on a Thursday. Thursday is everyone's day off from YouTube. <laughs> you, you say that, sunshine. <laughs> I had some cracking views, and now it's over eight and a half thousand views, which is oh, sure. which is good for the channel. But interesting products. Thanks to Gary. So if you haven't watched the video, go and check it out. Now back to the main story. My God. Mm. The weather. The, the weather. weather's been lovely, so, isn't it? The, so on the Friday, I thought, right, video's out now. I'm not doing any videoing today. Not filming, not doing any car stuff. It was lovely and sunny. I was out in my shorts, cutting my grass, doing my edges, doing the weeding, Mr. Average, because we had people coming around Saturday for a night out. Another story. Mm. And literally, I think I just put the lawnmower away and the heavens opened and, and literally just flooded the lawn. We were underwater. Mersey actually hit the news. We, apparently, we had three inches of rain over the, the course of a day. I'm not surprised. I saw the video you put on Instagram and it just it, was absolutely uh, pelting down. It, it was really ridiculous. And then our friends came around on the Saturday and we had... Oh, my God. We went to an outdoor concert. Now, this was... Not like gonna see a big band. It was called Rock the Dock. Get my words right. And <laughs> Oof, this that's a close one for you. <laughs> very. <laughs> and this was some people might say the first one's bad enough, but the fact they were a tribute band is even worse. An ABBA tribute band called Born Again or Born Five Times. Bjorn is Bjorn again. Uh, There's a G in there. Is it, I couldn't even read it. I was too pissed. Anyway, it's. The, it's the <laughs> I, There's the honesty right yeah. there. So our friends came around who who do like a bit of few a few sherbets or twelve, and by the time we went down there, we were three sheets of the bloody wind. So we <laughs> went into the pub and we could hear the concert and see it. So why did we get tickets? We yeah, could have just literally stood in the warm, out of the rain, watching this concert. But no, we're British. We love to suffer. We love to pee, <laughs> we love to pee outside in some sort of crazy contraption and talk to people we've never met before while having a yeah. piss we all have do have you ever that. been into those port where they actually have the manual flusher where you have to pump it oh is that like the blue loo stuff yeah, the, yeah you've got to actually like you get this lever and you have to pump it a few times yeah. to flush and it's got daddy long legs coming down from the skylight <laughs> yeah no I've never been to one of those before uh, <laughs> and you come out with your flip flops covered in toilet paper lovely yeah anyway that mm. that was my weekend um mm -hmm. and i believe did you do any film in the weekend or were you busy were you uh so right i recently had a video out uh which was about the infinity wax millions products um that was a, a little while ago i think that was the weekend after wax stock and I was still suffering then. A lot of people <laughs> were commenting saying, oh, you, are you still suffering from the, the wax stock flu? Because my voice, it took an entire week, a week and a bit for my voice to come back from wax stock. So I didn't really notice it when we were at wax stock. I thought you sounded okay. I thought you were... No, I was fine at wax stock. But once I had basically shut up and I was driving home, that's when it hit me. Like suddenly I got in the car I was driving home. I had said cheerio to everyone, and I was I was yeah. heading up the Bye. road. I was heading up the M6, <laughs> and as I'm cruising along on the M6, suddenly my left eye starts streaming. My nose went all bunged up. My throat started to close on me. I was losing my voice, and I, I, I didn't know what was going on. And I think basically my body went, "Thank God for that." I'm giving up now. I'm literally allowed to be ill. So I mean, I'm I'm pleased that it didn't. Um, 
caused me any other issues while we were at the show. It would have been a nightmare to be ill at the show. Um, but no, I just felt ill immediately after. And then uh, I broke down on the way home, which was brilliant. Fantastic. Thanks for that. Flying ne- next year, that's for sure. Um and then, uh, yeah, I, I basically spent the next week, lots of people were saying, oh, are you coming down with some sort of lurgy? And I said, no, I've literally been at Waxstock for a weekend. <laughs> I sounded like I'd been smoking uh, 20 and Lambert and Butler for my entire life since I was five years old. Well, what? Because it was just bad. Oh, you, there is a remedy for this, and I have to give yes. a shout out to the VP products, uh, Valentin products. Give a shout out to those guys. Um, mm-hmm. I did promise them a mention on the podcast. Um, because they gave me a, f- a couple of products. They gave me their shampoo, Elite Rush Shampoo. Thanks very much for that, guys. And they also gave me a dry helmet, which I haven't had it for years. Um, <laughs> as I've got older, it's got worse. <laughs> no, poor joke. Um, what you? Oh, I was going to say something really. Back. I was going to say something really childish and silly, which mm-hmm. <laughs> something like you should have sniffed my helmet, my, mm. my dry helmet. That would have cleared up your flu. But that would be ridiculous. No. Why would I say such a thing? But yes, no. that stuff. Boy, oh boy, does that clear your sinuses out? Yeah, you did say you'd you'd sniffed it. Oh my it, god, it there's yes, yeah. yeah, so there's lots of pictures of people sniffing I didn't try it. dry helmet. Um, enough I about the helmet talk. Uh, I believe that's all the news covered, isn't it? Most of the news, I think so. Yes, I think I think we really need to get on with this because <laughs> I've noticed myself many times during this podcast. Half the entire podcast is literally us musing and chatting, and we never really get on to the the topics. Um, although I will say one small piece of news, we did get a message, a lovely message from one of our listeners who has messaged in the past, Davidson's detailing over in Nova Scotia, Canada. Uh, he's been in touch in the past and he was uh, ha- having a bit of an amusement here. He says, I'm currently listening to episode 14 of season two. So this is from last year, oh, the summertime. Back he said, you guys, you guys are talking about how hot it is at 26 degrees. He says, meanwhile... It's been going up to 36 while I'm outside detailing and I couldn't be more jealous. Uh, and he sent over some pictures of his massive gazebo. You know that gazebo that you don't have, Paul? Even even my gazebo, he puts this to shame. He's got a massive thing. Has like he? Really, really? Oh, seriously. You can put two cars side by side. It's hey, a proper one, isn't it? It's a proper it's gazebo. It's a really good piece of kit. So, you know, he said, you guys are talking about gazebos in the heatwave detailing. He says, I thought I would share my outdoor setup. And I said, wow, that, that's pretty impressive. I would love something that big. That's a big erection. Um, that, it certainly is. Uh, watch out for your frontal structure. Yes. Uh, is the thing, yes. Watch um, for crosswinds. So then, then he was asking he said, about um, Halfords. It was quite funny. He says, he's been listening to it. He says, uh, we're listening for the last month and it's been amazing. And I still don't know what a Pratt cave or a Halfords is, but great content. <laughs> and and I said, that's quite funny. Um, I said, I explained what uh, Halfords was, you know, it sells all these bits and pieces. And he says, okay, that's fair enough. He says, I just Googled Pratt Cave and I burst out laughing. <laughs> is, it, is, it a, is it my channel on there, is it? <laughs> well, he's obviously listened to you talking about Pratt Cave enough on the yeah, podcast, I've, you know. I've introduced that back into YouTube. I'm, I'm face to camera on YouTube once again, and thanks to everyone that's been remarking on the, the latest video. It means a lot. I am back in front of the camera, and it's brilliant. So, enough about YouTube and frontal structures and all things toiletry. Uh, let's yeah, on let's with the, the main meat and potatoes with gravy <laughs> and a side serving no, no. of broccoli. No, 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 no. It's just meat. It's just the meat of the topic. Uh, so... 
some habits are hard to break or old habits are hard to break um or, or they die hard that's what i said isn't it that's what i meant to say old habits die hard so what are we talking about with this one this is something I've that, got a clue. that you you brought this one up today in the messages because honestly i didn't i didn't even give this much of a chance to, yeah, to think, think about what was we were going to talk about today and you said what about habits about things you do differently and i thought that's actually a great thing we in this situation this in this detailing thing that we do in this niche in this hobby in this industry in this community however you want to look at it however it applies to you we have our old ways of doing things and then companies come along and throw in a bit of a curveball and they give us something a bit different and some people are willing to take it on and try it and some people are completely resistant to it and won't bother changing and it's very difficult when someone comes out with something new. If you think about things like when snow foam was first introduced, because back in the day, it was one bucket, it was a builder's bucket with some triple wax shampoo in it yep, and a big jumbo right. as the sponge. And nowadays we do things differently. Most of us do. There are still people out there who will grab a bucket and sponge and some triple wax and will just crack on. And if that works for them, fine. But one that, that came to my attention that made me think about this when you mentioned this today, Paul, was when we were at Waxdock and we went to the Huygen car care stand where they had sponges. Now, if you've listened to the podcast of the one we did live at Waxdock, which is episode 15, just the last one we did, we spoke to the chap behind Huygen and said, you've come to a detailing show and you brought sponges. And... I immediately thought, we're going to laugh this guy out of here. That was my first reaction. Yeah. But I thought, let's give him his due. Let's give him, give him a chance. And he came in with these studies from uh, a, an English university somewhere who compared a panel, uh, testing it between the sponges that he had, basic jumbo sponges, microfiber wash mitts, noodle wash mitts, all, all different types all of things. All detailing wash media that we're, yes. we're used to. And Standard he said fair. this has been proven by this university. Their results show that this sponge is as safe to use as pretty much any of your regular... Yeah, a noodle mitt, consider, a pad. Yeah. yeah, what you would consider a safe wash media. That habit is hard to break. Now, credit to some of our colleagues that were at Waxdock. I know that um, Adrian, supercharged llama, sorry, uh, turbocharged alpaca. Yeah. Um, he picked one up, and I believe David, uh, Epic Carker, he picked one up as well. A few people have bought these to give them a try. And I say fair play to you, but there's going to be so many other people, I guarantee, if we were to bring those on our channel, would be in the comments and said, well, how dare you? What do you think you're doing? You've been preaching to us for years that sponges are no good. Well, saying that, I've actually got a sponge. Um, I've got the Soft 99 one. And oh, the, is it the, the black and white one? Yeah. Kind of and I, it looks like an Oreo. Yes. Yeah, and our dear friend, uh, Lake Country, Justina, um, I've seen her on her channel using sponges, and I've seen a few people using sponges. They, and they don't look the same as this Huggen thing. Hugen. Hygen. Hygen. Um, <laughs> hello. 
Um, it's it's clever because it, it's got these individual holes in it. And the idea, the idea is it traps the dirt. You turn it over, you can see if there's any dirt in it. You wash it out, and much the same as you would a wash mitt or a wash pad or you know lamb's wool mitt. You check the wash media before you go back in the bucket. But I think it's retrained the brain. I haven't purchased one. I haven't used a soft ninety nine sponge. But he was a very, very knowledgeable guy. But it wasn't the mm. only thing he had there, did he? He had these other things, which look like ice creams, well, like, don't they? Look like the lollies, lollipop sticks. Which yeah, were very, right. very good and a really good idea and an alternative to a detailing brush. I thought they were very clever, the way you can yes. get one of those and go in a grill, especially on modern yeah, cars. Yeah, grill spokes and grill gaps and things like Honeycomb that. Honeycomb grills. Idea. You can't keep going in there with a detailing brush. And if you do, you've got to have a really small one. And these were all sort of custom size, weren't they? They were really good selection and i believe um oh detailing bug uh rachel chick chick yes rachel picked up some of these because i saw her on the big shout out to these guys tcb uh podcast Mm -hmm. um i watched their podcast and facebook group yeah and the the, yeah the old facebook group i'm not a part of the uh facebook stuff but i know about it and they were um they interviewed rachel and she had these in her hand she was showing them and i thought yeah i remember them things but very brave, you know, idea and long may it, you know, work for them. I mean, it's, well, is it for me? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm willing to give it a try. I am willing to give it a try. But there are some other habits which are harder to break. I will say before I move on to the next bit about this Heigen car care, I went and looked them up again and they've only gone and struck a deal with Halfords. So wow. you should be able to go into select Halfords stores and actually see some of their... Well, sponge-based products. Who are us to argue? If they've tried these out at a university and they've tested them and they've done panel tests and they've obviously used lighting and everything else, we can't just say because we feel that it's not for us that it's no good because the proof is in the pudding and it might be a good idea. It might not be a good idea. It's something we've got used to. We've got used to wash pads, lamb's wool mitts, you know. We've got used to noodle mitts and... I. I wouldn't mind having to go one, I must admit. It's different, isn't it? When's the last time you used a lamb's wool mitt? A lamb's wool mitt? I have actually, you know, I actually possess one. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. I possess one. No, like, I, do, I do. As a medium. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tune into it from the house I'm, and ask it if it can look at all the pressure washers for me and make sure they're all okay. Oh, don't. <laughs> I, no, I, I used to use them all the time. And then I, I found that every single one I had... You Mots. might as well have just picked up a Labrador um, because <laughs> I know that's cruel, but they get used to it. Um, <laughs> not the big ones. Could be worse. Could be those gerbils that you were trying to like spray across the county with your pressure. I'll have you know they were guinea pigs. Um, guinea pigs, sorry, yeah. guinea pigs. But I found every single one, even if it was dried out naturally, they rotted, they smell, and they just literally fell yeah. apart. I had one. I can't remember the brand. It wasn't cheap. And it literally disintegrated. And after mm-hmm. that, I just I didn't use them. The one I've got now, like I I must dig it out, and I'll remember it for the next time we record because I have got it, and it's it seems to be okay. And I do use noodle mitts. Noodle mitts are still quite good, especially on wheels and things like that. I love a noodle mitt. Like I'm a big big proponent of noodle media, whether it's a wash mitt or a wash pad. The noodle is my style. I do own a synthetic lamb's wool. Uh, washed, yeah, I've had which those. I believe, I believe it was Halford's own. Actually, it was their own brand. Yeah, um, and it was a dark coloured, like a dark grey colour. Um, and I just, I, di- I never really got on that well with them. I mean, I tried this synthetic one 
knowing that the, the natural ones just fall apart. Um, and this one didn't fall apart, but I just didn't find it as good to use. Um, it was either the, the shaggy ones, I remember Valet, the one I have is a Valet Pro one, um, which is sort of like a shaggy microfiber. Um, that was a thing I used for a long time until I switched to the noodle ones. And I haven't really looked back. I'm a big fan of, of that noodle style. And I do remember uh, Pro Detailer Magazine did a test, a mega test a while back. Oh, this is going back a couple of years, where they tested all different mitts, a bit like the this university did for Huygen, where they were testing against microfiber and lamb's wool and sponge and everything else. And they determined that the the noodle style was the safest option. Interesting, that. So, yeah, yeah it is interesting. I, you know, I, I'm not completely against <sighs> the sponge idea. I just, you know, it's an old habit. Mm. What other habits have you found that you can't really shake? Although you know there's a modern way of going about things, what what do you struggle to shake? What do I struggle to shake? The one I'm... Two bucket I, wash? I still do two bucket wash, three including the wheels. Um, and yet I still use the technique of spraying shampoo on the car via a lance because I just mm-hmm. I prefer it. I have to say the one I've literally just started to virtually get rid of, I wouldn't say get rid of completely, is snow foaming. Do you know what? I was going to argue about snow foaming because I was going to say, right, okay, I'm got rid- snow foam. I've got rid of it, it- entirely. No, I'm, I'm going to be very controversial. Oh, go on. Snow foaming in the summer is probably next to useless, and everyone's going to shout now at their at their, <laughs> their media devices and rip their earbuds out. But I just find it a, a waste of time. I'd rather use a citrus, something a bit more aggressive, and then that goes right through into the winter with a more sugar-based or alkaline product. Not all snow foams, you know, we've got some of our favourites out there, but most of them, let's just say for argument's sake, a new brand comes on the scene, and they send you a load of bottles, and one of those is a snow foam, I guarantee that snow foam will be, just won't do anything, be pants. So I'm but, kind of moving away from snow foams and going more pump sprayer, pre-wash, and then if there is a little bit on the roof or the bonnet then i will try a decent snow foam but i'm i'm trying to move away from it but you see in my opinion here what i'm going to say is that snow foam is still useful less so for the cleaning ability but more so for the wetting ability yeah i I do I, i totally agree with that i was going to say you know snow foam in the summer is to stay on top of my uh, my pre-wash, whatever it is, it's a keep, citrus. Yeah. Extend or it's the a dwell TFR, time whatever. and keep the panels nice and cool. Exactly, that's it. Keep them it has wet, its usage, keep them cool. But, yeah. But then I would say I use it just as much in the winter time because I want the added dwell time again. I want the added wetting. I want that to be uh, <clears throat> working in combination with my other pre-wash products. So I think, sadly... For me, snow foam is here regardless of the weather. And I would only say um, I would use a snow foam if I had uh, a car which I washed two or three times in a week. And then I knew that it had only been out in the dry, no puddles or any of that nonsense. And it only has a light layer of dust. Then I would maybe only use a snow foam. 
but otherwise, for for sheer cleaning, there are very few that do it, and I do tend to rely more on, as you said, a pump sprayer applied, slightly stronger, alkaline-based, uh, you know, pre-wash product or something like well, that. Well, a lot of people don't realise you can use snow foams for a pump sprayer. They won't give you the same marshmallow effect, but you know... <laughs> The funny thing is about snow foam, um, I was watching an interview with, it was actually on a forensic John's detailing channel, it's Chicago Auto Prize, it wasn't Jason, it was his colleague, and they were talking about snow foams and stuff, and he basically said he uses it to attract customers into the shop, because there's nothing like it, because it stands out. But in actual fact, if you use snow foam through a pump sprayer, you do a damn sight better job than it would for a lance, you can have the best lance in the world, but you're just highly diluting it. But that is another topic for another conversation. But th- yeah, this is this is true. This is something yeah. that, that other people had brought up. Um, I think the first time I had ever actually used a snow foam through a foam through a, a pressure sprayer or a trigger sprayer, or whatever, without going through foam, was Garage Therapy's uh, first iteration of their snow foam version one. When I know that they were changing, I knew they were changing yeah. the the recipe to to change it to version two, and they said on their Facebook group. If you're using it, go ahead and still use it if you want to. Um, you might get some really good good um, use out of it if you stick it in a pump sprayer. Well, and a I lot thought, of manufacturers are doing that. They're, they're actually, I don't know if you've noticed this when you've been doing a video and, or just out there doing mucking around testing products. You look on the label, it actually says now can be used in a pump sprayer or via a lance via pressure washer. So they're giving you the option. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it, the cleaner is still a cleaner regardless of how yeah, you use it. That's right. It's still a cleaner, it's still a surfactant, um, you know, it's still that kind of thing. Um, and it's really just down to what they do. And I remember when snow foams first came out, everyone said, oh, it's got to be thick. And then it's going to cling to the dirt and it's going to draw it off. Yeah, and it's going to it's pull it and it's going to... Basically look like a lemon meringue. Yeah, but that's that. I remember back in the day, snow foam had to be thick. And we were all on the hunt for the thickest snow foam we could find. That's right. Everyone, yeah. it I was like a detailing trend, world. It? it was. Detailing world was full of it. I think I found the holy grail, where it literally looked like you had basically bought a can of squirty cream. Creme fraiche. You know? <laughs> Spooning it on and adding some cherries. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I mean, I we were excited about this. And little did we know, it wasn't helping. We were creating really dry foam that did sod all. It does sod all. I've tried it. But it, it didn't matter because people were still claiming that it was great. I oh, know. I know. So it goes to show you that the, the visual perception of something doesn't necessarily mean that it aligns with reality in that situation. The reality is wetter snow foam is good because it needs to get to the dirt. But you love a thick snow foam. Who doesn't love a thick snow foam? It's like having a cocktail. It's always more fun when there's a sparkler in it. Does it does it change the cocktail? Nope. Does it, it look? I've got an umbrella and a sparkler and a cherry in my cocktail. I am the bee's knees and the cat's pajamas right now. Does it does it change the flavor of my cocktail? Not a jot. But do I feel better for it? You're damn right. Yeah, I, I just think it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, you, you were really thrown by that, aren't you? Yeah, well. Are you just thinking of a pint of Guinness with a, with an umbrella in it? i just visualising you standing there in your kilt with no top on drinking a cocktail. Oh, that might be. The wedding's not far away, mate. <laughs> oh, dear. 
I can you think of see the pictures. something I can never change, and I guarantee you, well, you might agree with me. I, I can't stop buying products. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Right. Okay. Right. This is this is fair point though. When I went to Waxdock this Why? year, I thought, "Why?" <laughs> I, like I thought to myself, "I don't need anything else." I said I that don't. to you before. I, yeah, no, we both said it. I don't we need anything. Oh, I don't think I'll be buying anything. And then it got don't nearer. It, it got nearer to the day, and I just went, "Yeah, I think I need five liters of that." And, yeah, uh, I remember you running over to the garage setup stand, and you were like, "I just need to go and get some more of this. Just give me two minutes, please." And I was like, "Oh, are you serious? You said you weren't going to buy anything." And yes, we did get handed some bits and pieces. And thank yeah, you did. very much to thank everybody who much. handed us yes, a few bits and pieces. Um, specifically, thank you very much to Fireball, who were really, really generous that day. They said they were handing out like gift bags. They were and literally boxes and throwing everything. them at people. And they must have spent an absolute fortune that day. And what was interesting is I was chatting to the guy from Fireball and I said, have you got a, a, a UK distributor? And he said, no. He said they used to have one. But this guy was a bit of a naughty boy and not necessarily with what he was doing in detailing. So I don't know. I didn't, didn't oh, okay. go querying anymore. No, but apparently he was a bit awesome. of a dodger. Oh, dear. So, um, so they're waiting. They're, they're working on getting a new UK distributor. And I was like, you don't have a UK distributor and yet you are throwing as many products to people as you can. You're literally bouncing bits and pieces off of people's heads to take them away. <laughs> very, very generous of them, and it was wonderful. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They, they were they were crazy, and uh, there was Henri from uh, Carscope gave us the the nice fancy metal bottles of that gloss locker, wasn't it? Gloss locker, yes, uh, as featured locker, in my yeah. latest video. Uh, and also we, we joined in with um, Infinity Wax for the detailing bar that they had where you got your own, uh, you got to make your own Quick detail. One of my friends came around and I cracked the lid on that baby and he he went, oh my God. I I think I may have made it a bit too strong. Well, the thing is, my one has got a bit stronger now. I think they've kind of (laughs) matured in the bottle and my fizzy sweet orange one has just become like really, like you sniff it and you're like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know so so yeah you could really really smell it but um if you want to see us making a video uh, not making a video but if you want to see us on video making up those products head over to the infinity wax youtube channel yeah, because we're on there making up the the recipes of the quick detailers with them that was really great fun uh who else did we get bits and pieces from i can't remember there was there was a bunch of stuff we took away oh we did take away a couple of secret products didn't we um yeah. Oh, like pre, yes. Pre-release. Yeah. Okay. We can't really talk yeah, about Yeah, I found that. mine the other day and I've hidden it. Do you know what? I, right, okay, tell me something. Did you get a bottle which is like clear, a clear bottle with a spray head on it which has a sort of slightly cloudy liquid in it? Yes, I did. What is it? I don't remember. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it doesn't have a label on it and it's, I don't know what it is. It's, a, it's an air freshener from Paul from Detailing Reviews. Bless him. <laughs> Yeah, it smells delicious, and I was like, "Why is it? I don't remember who I got this from. Yeah. I couldn't." Oh, thank you, Paul. So, thank you, lovely yeah, Paul. Thank you, thank you. So, so get, <laughs> let's just get back to the story about yes. buying products. So, you yes, think after God. all these years, I know. knowing the amount we re- receive as YouTubers for review, yes, we do have an awful lot of products, and you'd think you can't possibly need anything else, but there is things you do run out of so we do reorder stuff but the the thing i'm gonna get to is our old saying you don't need it 
but you want it. You want it. So why, when you've got 15, maybe 20 bottles of shampoo, do you feel the need to pick up another bottle of shampoo? I.e., me at Waxstock picked up Wax Junkies from our dear friend Dan at ODK. Because I kept seeing it and thought, hmm, look at the colour of the label. It, oh, did you? Was it the mango wash one? Yes, the got? mango wash. And I thought, oh, it's such a nice looking thing. I like mango. Mm, I'm going to buy it. I don't need it. I've still got four and a half litres of turtle beep at home, <laughs> which is, yeah, needs to be up to the, with the ratios, but I don't need it. Mm, I've one. got mm. a, uh, a shampoo, which is my favourite shampoo of all time, which is made by Lithium Auto Elixirs. You can't get it for love nor money. It smells of eucalyptus. It's amazing. So why did I feel the need to buy something? And this is something which is just, it's in us. We have to, I still look on eBay. I look on Amazon. I look on the detailing posts on Instagram where something new has been released. And I think, oh, yeah, do I? Mm. And it's harder to, to not do it than it is to go after a few sherbets and then just go, yeah, you know that stuff? Yeah, yeah I ordered it. <laughs> you don't, well, I mean, I was. You don't need any you, more LSP. We literally no, you have went gotten... to Garage Therapy, you went to ODK, I went to Infinity Wax because I wanted the... Um, well, I, I went there as well. Incinerate wheel cleaner. I bought the air, um, air fresheners as well. Yeah, Thanks, you were boys. getting air fresheners, that's right, yeah. I didn't really buy, like, I think that's the only thing I actually bought on the day, but I could if if I had budgeted, and I, I made sure I told myself, don't buy anything, and if you're going to buy something, just buy one thing. So it was the Infinity Wax wheel cleaner, but... um. I really wanted to buy and try a bunch of things. I wanted to get some of the Glyptone bits and pieces because our lovely friend Darren from the Hairy Housewife YouTube channel, he did a video on the Glyptone Vanish, which is their pre-wash. And I found that to be very interesting. And I thought, oh, I really want to buy that. But I I resisted the temptation. There were a bunch of things I wanted to buy at the show and I just couldn't. No, well, thanks to Graham. Um, his Graham has been in touch from Gliptone. He's um, going to be sending down a care package. So for the, you, for me, yeah. Um, so we'll be a review. Did you not drop my name in it and be like, "Remember that other guy? You know, the main guy that was recording the podcast with us." You know, who's that then? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was literally being serious for a minute and be like, "Me, you idiot!" Oh, right. No, I, I, I was in, involved in a, a deep conversation. They haven't arrived yet, anyway. But I'll, I'll let you know when they do, okay. and I'll, I'll pass some on to you if you want. No, you won't. You'll just sit there and you'll dangle them like you always do. <laughs> so what, like, look so what? what I've got. You haven't got this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so any habits you just can't get out of? Um. So <clears throat> I don't yeah, mean picking the, your nose at traffic lights. I mean detailing related. Oh right. Okay, different story. Um. I think yeah. The the two bucket wash. I know for a fact that I don't need a two bucket wash. I know one bucket is all I need. I know that I can fill a foam lance with shampoo. And I feel like every time I do that, I get, a, I don't know, a better feel for it. If, you know, I, I enjoy the feeling. Well, if it works for your works. I mean, I, I saw it, yeah. a, a video of Mike's auto detailing um, and he was testing out a, in actual fact, he was testing out the MJJC V3. Uh, that lance with uh, uh, yes, I've got that coming actually at some point. Bit, yeah. Very very good lance. It does, however, inject quite a lot of air, which makes for a very mm-hmm. very thick, luxurious foam. But it also makes it a little bit too dry, so you have to watch the uh, dial on the top. Watch how you mm-hmm. crank that baby up. But he was doing one on the palm oil based, monkey friendly forest <laughs> I've forest got that coming too. <laughs> 
forest hugging shampoo. Uh, we're not too sure on the origins of that, um, but he was using that and then straight away went in with a mitt and I thought, hang on a minute, well, he's not done the pre-wash, but he, he clearly done some sort of a rinsing before, but he didn't use two buckets. He was just straight in with the mitts and that was it. Yeah. Um, so, no, yeah. I, I, I've done it a few times. I, I like the fact that I've got the, the Ava pressure washer with the premium Canon foam cannon kit so i've got multiple uh cups it's brilliant so i can have multi oh i love having the multiple cups yeah. um instead of bottles um so i can have one which has got my pre-wash product in it one which has snow foam and uh or or maybe it is pre-wash um and then one which is a shampoo so i can but it then is just good swap them over if you can remember what you put in them yeah, you do need to label them. That's a fair point. But the thing is, the, the three cups, if you buy the premium foam cannon kit, and this is not a, 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 a... I'm not, you know, punting this or anything. I'm not getting anything for saying this. But if you get the premium cannon kit, you get the three cups, and they're they're one litre sized, and they're different colours. And they also have numbers on them, one, two, and three. So that can maybe help you. If you're unlike us, if you're a bit more organised than us, that might help you uh, understand yeah. which product is which in, in there. But I use that... And I just spray on some shampoo. And I think the last shampoo I used through that lance was actually AM Details Bubbles, but it was the uh, Christmas edition with the Mint Humbug scent. Both good shampoos. The standard one and the Christmas one's nice. Really nice shampoo. Sticking that through that foam lance. I got a really nice slickness to it. And people say, oh, uh, putting shampoo through a foam lance doesn't make it slicker. No, but it gives the feeling of slickness because you've got lots of bubbles. Well, I and disagree those with that. Are, are air. Yeah, I disagree with that because it's agitating the chemical onto the panel and creating a, a slippery, slick foam. And the only mm. downside is with that, you can't exactly see where you've been. I have noticed I've missed bits on panels where mm. the foam has been so widespread. I've like been doing the bonnet and I might have missed a bit and especially on a white car you can definitely tell if you've missed somewhere so hands up it's not bulletproof it's not foolproof but towards it depends how you do it do you foam the whole car and then wash it yeah I re-foam it and then I shoot the rest of the foam in, in the wash bucket you see I don't I I foam so once I've pre-rinsed or pre-rinsed the car then pre-washed the car and rinsed everything off when I've got my shampoo in the foam lance I spray that only onto the panel I'm going to be washing. So oh, if I'm going to be doing right, like okay. the, the front wing and the front door. Probably a better way I'll, of doing it, Specky, to be honest with you, because then you don't probably... Honestly, it's, it's nah. about being methodical. I've, I've talked about this before when, yeah. when doing snow foaming and things like that. When you're, pre-rinse, when you're rinsing it off, you've got to be methodical about it. So I only spray the shampoo through the foam lance onto the section I'm going to wash at that one time. So I'll do a wing and a door and I will work over that methodically. Now I know I've done that entire wing and door. I then move over and I'll do the back door and the back wing. I might and give I'll that a then go. take my mitt to that. It, it works well for See, me. See, every day's but a like school said, day on here, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. But like I said, I'm, I'm still a two-bucket man. Mm. So even though I'm, I'm, I still want two buckets, it's hard to give that up. If when I think to myself, I'm going to wash this car, my first thought is not one bucket and a foam lance full of shampoo. It's two buckets. It's go and grab the shampoo, pour it in this one bucket, start filling this this bucket up before I start to film. And before I know it, I've got two buckets and then I'll say to myself later on, for Christ's sake, damn it, I was supposed to, I was supposed to go and do this a one bucket method. I can't help it. It's a habit. I'm just, it's become ingrained 
into me. So I find that one to be the most difficult one to give up. I guarantee everyone listening to this, and I think most people are going to agree with me or they're going to snigger and go, yep, that's me. <laughs> LSPs. Every time you do your car, I guarantee you will add some form of protection. Is it true? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I can I can wash a car and not add something. <laughs> Does it- Whether it's a spray and rinse or a, a wet a wet applied, you know, drying aid or something. Mm. There's gotta be something on there. But here's a question. Why is it that if you're gonna someone add knocking something, at your door? <laughs> It was no, it was me. It was me. It was very excitedly hitting on my desk, like hello. Oh. So anyway, um, why is it that we add stuff to the car, which is especially in the summertime as well, which is going to create beading? Because this is a question that we got on a message from lovely Paul. We've just been talking about detailing reviews, and he sent a message. He said, "I, I can't get my head around this one. Why is it?" that we hate beading because beading creates water spots if you don't remove them. And yet we all then add an LSP at the end of every wash, which creates beading. So what, <laughs> yeah, why it, do we it, do it? Now, it's just clear something up here. So what, what he's basically saying is that sheeting is better than beading because it will, yes. it will sheet the water off and then the water won't set on the panel and create mineral deposits, i.e. living in a hard water. Not quite so bad where you live, sunshine, but down here... Oh, I still get it. I still get it. It still happens. Well, that's because you keep we leaving... Get water spots. That's because you leave wet coats on for about six months. And you're, <laughs> <laughs> you complete lunatic. But, Shut up, um, so you forgot forgotten there. So I'm not that old. I, I did think you forgot. <laughs> I forgot about it, to be honest. And then you just shamed me about that yeah. one. Thanks. Sorry, I'm just looking at my phone. I'll just put a bit on our story and tagged you in it because we were recording. And <laughs> Steve Geeky Details was big shout out to Big Steve, the extension that you always wanted. Barrett Holmes mm. says, Hope you're well, mate. <laughs> I can't really engage because I'm trying to talk. Bless him. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's carry on. Love him. So, yeah, we. Even if it's a drying aid, a quick detail, I mean, the, the QD I use, I've got quite a lot of it. I've got, well, no, really. Um, the garage therapy one has got nano sealant in it, so I'm adding protection. Only last a couple of weeks, but it's just what I need. But generally, I, I go to reach for something. think, do you know what? I haven't used that for a while, and it can be a different sealant, a different type of, I'm not going to say wax, because I'm predominantly lazy when it comes to waxing cars. Mm. And... It's a thoroughly enjoyable experience, but I kind of moved away from it. I told someone how many pots of wax I had the other day when he came in my garage. I just went, yeah, set a box over there. He was like, yeah, what's in that? I said, wax. He went, really? And that doesn't include the cream ones and the bottles and everything else. But I think when it comes to sealants, especially with the, the things like Gloss Locker on the market from Carscope, Sigma V2, uh, there's one from ODK, they do one as well. The name escapes me. And then you've got the ABDL stuff. Oh, God, there's loads. Valor Pro do them. ABDL. I've never heard of them. AB, what? ABDUL, sorry. Isn't it? That's not. Oh, I don't know. John, what is it? And yet, here we go. The saga continues. <laughs> Paul never being able to actually remember the order of an acronym lettering situation. A D B L. What did Just I like say? S G C B U K. Oh, I know I that. Know. You said A B D L U. I know. I know S G C S G C B U K. I think you're trying to spell Abdul for some reason. <laughs> Dear, 
I don't know. I can't even say it's been a long week because it hasn't. It's only Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) That literally is your usual. Oh, it's been a long week. That's your usual one. Yeah, but it's funny because I always think I must go back to using a product I haven't used for a long time. And why do we do it? We always grab for the newest one. Mm, yes, because you think yes, true. But in the back of your mind think well I kind of know what that does and I found some stuff the other day I, I know I found I'll tell you what I'm, I'm the kind of person that will say but this is my favourite one and I'm going to keep it for special occasions oh I found Prism Autoglance it was at the back oh yes it's a good product and um, product. Tax Systems there was another one uh, I forget the name of the wax because I know the bottle broke so I've got it laid, laying down because it's is it the shiny wax the yellow one yeah that's it um, yeah I've got that as well and there's there's several others. I mean, I've done, and believe it or not, I have used all the turtle wax ones, and I have used, and they are very, very good. And one of my favourites was still the the sealant they do, which is oh yeah, I know what you mean, yeah, spray on yeah. one, which is really, really good. But I think okay, what's the what's the best LSP for sheeting that you've used? Since sheeting is such a thing that we want, mm. understandably, raindrops we can't avoid that, but post wash. What's the most sheeting product that you know adds a little bit of protection but is more of a sheeter than a beater? I want to say the Soft 99 stuff, to be honest with you. Really? Because I find that beads like hell. Yeah. Like, which one? Are you talking like Fuku Pika or are you talking about the no, I'm not. Fuso Spray? Or? <laughs> I'm not talking. <laughs> Listen, don't, don't try and say Fuku Pika, for God's sake. Not, don't. Not talking about F.U. Pika, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about... Uh, the the paste, fuso, fuso, fuso is like unbelievably hydrophobic, but it doesn't sheet. Well, I see. Like it doesn't sheet. Have still... you ever tried it? It breaks up the surface tension. You cannot create a sheet once you've applied fuso coat. You cannot create a sheet because it will not sheet. It just breaks up. I just think nothing sticks you're to it. Drugs. No. You're on drugs. No, nothing sticks to it. But you're slightly rude. Not. I'll tell you this. Right, here's one. Here's one for me. Because I tested it and I thought to myself, this isn't right. This isn't right. This is this was the product I brought to Waxstock to try and catch people out. Oh, I think I know and, this is going to be. And, and it was our lovely friend, Darren, the hairy housewife, um, who I was I gave it to him. And he, I said, go crazy with it if you want. And he's, you know, he's wiping it on and, and spreading it around. He's like, oh, it spreads weird. And then this behaves weird. And then it's starting to flash. Oh, I and, think I know. and I'm watching his head and I'm watching his head tilt like a puppy. And he's like, wait a minute. And then he starts to buff it and he's like, what the hell is this? He says, I think I know what this is. And after a bit of goading, turns out it was the Detail Kitchen. Uh, oh, God, what's the name of it called again? What's it called? It's called the Detail Kitchen. Um, Oh, God, help me out here, Paul. What's it called? Yes, that it's one. Not, it's Cocktail. It's not, it, con, that's the one. See, I knew it. I got it right the first time. Concourse cocktail. <laughs> See, I knew I'd get it. You Shut know, up! I didn't need any help at all. You know, it's, I'm going to tell you. So this is this is how bad my brain works. Even though I was there, right, and I knew what you were going to say. Guess what I was? <laughs> guess what I was going to say? What were you going to say? Sonax BSD. <laughs> and yet I was there, and I knew what you were going to say. What is wrong with me? This is what happens when you go out the weekend. You drink too you much. You were literally there. I, oh I'm, my god! I'm so sorry, listeners. I I, I believe yes, I am. Right. Yes. Carry on. Detail Kitchen Concourse Cocktail is meant to be an all-in-one sort of show. What they call it? They say it's a show quick detailer. Well, it's got fillers in it, isn't it? It's supposed to have... So it's got a bit of everything. It's got like waxes and everything. Mm. But when I tested it, I was like, 
it's not beading. It's not beading at all. And and I, I posted this a video about that. This is news to me. I did not know this. I, Andy got in touch. Andy from Detail Kitchen got in touch, and he said it's not designed to be a beader. It's not really designed to be an LSP as such. It's meant to be something which adds just an insane amount of shine and gloss and, and depth of colour and all that kind of stuff and be unbelievably easy to use. And I guarantee you haven't ever come across an easier product to use than this. And yet, it does leave something behind, but when you flood it with water, it sheets. Like, it doesn't it doesn't break the surface tension. So if you've got a, a, a panel that's been... Uh, sprayed on with this concourse cocktail and you've wiped it over and you flood the panel with water instead of breaking up into little rivers that stream off it just creates this one big flat sheet that just wants to then slowly roll off so it's not a fast thing but it does exactly what you want a summer product to do so if you're looking for something to apply to your car in the summertime when you've you've just washed it, you've just finished, you want to give it a wipe down and you want it's, to make it look just a little bit so of, easy to use. Ugh, extra. Get some concourse cocktail. I'm not being paid for this. I only got sent a little sample bottle and Andy sent me a wee sample bottle uh, along with their strawberries and gleam sealant and stuff, which was great. But I'm serious. I have to go and buy some of the concourse cocktail properly. And I would have bought it from Waxstock, but they weren't there. They were at Modnats for that weekend yeah. instead. So they weren't there. Otherwise, I would have bought heaps of a it, very, to be honest. You know, we'd like to give a few things away on the podcast, but I'm just going to read you one out here because I I do have a tiny bit of this left, I believe. And this is when um, Sansom Car Care, I was involved with Sansom doing some stuff for them. And mm-hmm. they've got a quick detail called Boosted. Now, I know for a fact that there was a couple of YouTubers using their products and probably still are professionally, not as in on film, but they're, they're actually, you know, supplying them with stuff. And I tried this out because after talking to the guys that own Samsung Carca, they were like, it's really underrated. And it really did a hell of a job of protecting the car, even though it's just a QD. And it's pretty affordable, but it's not a sheeter, like you say. Um, It's super uh, glossy. It's got that waxed look. It's more of a beater, but it was a very underrated product. And there is a lot of products out there like that, which pretend to be something, but there's something else. They're like a wolf in sheep's clothing, but yeah, yeah, interesting. I find that a little bit with um, Garage Therapy's uh, Sigma. I find that Sigma isn't an ultra beader. It's It's got a bit of both beading and sheeting, but it's not one of these, like, I'm so full of silicon solids that, no. you know, it's, it's going to look like a ceramic coating. It's not like that. Um, you know, it's... It, it does a lot of what Concourse Cocktail does. It does the depth and colour so, and gloss and shine and stuff yes, and slickness. We've, we've covered this. Basically, we've covered lots of these little things we've been talking about, as mm-hmm, in habits, mm-hmm. but there's a habit for you. <laughs> you. You probably disagree with me. I cannot get out of the habit, something I will not change, in cleaning Easy. my... Cleaning... That's why I've got glasses on. Cleaning, <laughs> cleaning my car ferociously inside and out before I go on a road trip, before I go on holiday. Why do I do that? It's going to get covered as soon as I go down the road. But I can't help it. I can't help it. Do you know what? That's a funny one. Like, every time you're going to go away somewhere, you're like, I should just wash the car, though. Because I think you, you don't want to be seen on the M6 cruising up and down in a in a shit box that's literally covered in, in mud and, and crap. Yeah, but what are the chances of you bumping into someone in the services 
The, it doesn't matter. The, it doesn't nine, matter. Okay. It's oh. keeping up appearances. Hyacinth bouquet. Hang on You've a minute. Go, you're cruising about. You're going to be on holiday or something like that. Wait, wait. You don't want people to say, God, look at the state of that Hang on. banger of a metro. Be careful here because somebody, when they went to Waxstock, hadn't even cleaned their door shuts. <laughs> because I pointed it out to you and then I said, unlike mine, which is pristine. Pristine. Yours were pristine in comparison <laughs> to me. Did you did you see them before I opened the doors? I beg your pardon. Um, did you see my door shuts before I opened the no. doors? No. Then shut up. It's not a problem. No one's going to see it. It doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. You're not going to be in my car. You're not going to be getting in and out. I don't care if I didn't do my door shuts. I gave my car a relatively simple once over, a quick wash just to make sure it didn't look completely filthy in the car park and I didn't get slagged off for it. And you know what? Nobody said anything. The only things that were said was that Rab had come up to me from Rab Rab Reviews and found my car and stickered it with his his, uh, Instagram logo uh, tag on it. And uh, so did Paul Watson from Detailing Reviews. Oh, that's good. So, uh, yeah, they both managed to stick on my cart. They're both off, by the way, now. Sorry, guys. But a big thanks, big shout out to Rab. Rab gave me uh, an NFC tag sticker. This is really cool. You better explain See, to our listeners what that actually does, because I didn't okay. know until you told yeah, me. Yeah, well, no, you just mean you just mean explain it to you, because you haven't got a clue what I'm talking about. Well, no. <laughs> I do now. I know what it does. Okay, NFC. It's one of these things where you you hold your phone up to something. If you ever got those those cards that get you into your office, they use NFC. Uh, so an NFC sticker is literally it's a sticker which has a small electronic tag at the back of it, and you hold your phone up against it. And you're, you're if you've got an NFC enabled phone, which many of them do, if you've got things like uh, Apple Pay or you've got Samsung Pay or Google Pay, whatever you know, things like that. You hold your phone up against it and it brings up whatever that NFC tag was uh, instructed to show. In this case, it brings up my Linktree page, which has got links to uh, my YouTube channels and my, my Facebook, or if I've got that, or you know my Instagram and the podcast page and you know the Patreon and all these kind of things are all listed on there. So if you've got a show car, it's a very, very clever thing. Get one of these, and instead of just showing your Instagram tag, get people to go up close to your car and hold their phone close to that sticker, and up comes all of your media links, all your social medias, all your things that you want people to find. Very, very clever idea. Rab got these for a bunch of people. Thank you so much, Rab. You're an absolute legend. Lovely. Really clever thing. Yeah. Anything to detract from the story about you not cleaning your door shuts. (laughs) But no... we yeah. do. I mean, the other thing I do as well, even I've got the rim mats um, and I can get pretty much 95% of my sidewall with a tire dressing or serum, I will still move my car and get that last few mil because I'm sad. You mean you don't use rim mats? No. When I use my rim mats, oh. I'm talking about the last bit, I've got mega low profile tires and I will still subconsciously go over my tires again, even uh, okay. though I've dressed them. I'll make them twice mm. as glossy, and they come out the next morning and think, wow, they look a bit too shiny. They really, <laughs> I overdid that. They may have over- an Essex boy with a bit of bling. Yeah, and then I'll, <laughs> you know, and I'll go down the road and think, pull up at the services, and it's it's still like it's there, you know. 
But I, I know what you mean. I like to get out of a car and go into the services and walk back to it and think, yeah, yeah, yeah it looks nice. Yeah, there is there is something to be said for that when you walk back to your own car and think, God damn, actually, I'm, I'm pretty proud of that work. Mm. Um, I'll tell you one thing I can't get out of the habit of. I've got this little um, sort, the, the, sort the of what? detailing... Shut up. I've got this detailing brush in the car. It's a soft bristled one. And on the other end, it has this, um, it's a bit like a narrow gap uh, microfiber thing, like a card almost. I have a fairly basic infotainment system on my car. So it has a touch screen. Just as well, really. You're driving. Uh, yeah, no, shut up. And um, I can't stand any dust on it. <laughs> like. Oh my I'm god! So this OCD is, with it. This is worrying. If I get in the car and I see dust on that screen, I quickly yep. grab that brush. Yep. It's a bit like a makeup brush, and I dust it off, I, and and then I'm happy. I've got then I can drive three microfibers in my glove box. I've got mm -hmm. an air freshener, and I've got the car scope. I believe it's a leather cleaning brush, but it's still a decent detailing brush. That's the wooden one, you know, the, the pricey ones. Uh, looks like oh, a barber's oh, yes, brush. Yes, I remember I, those. I've got yes, one of them. Yes. Um, and I do all my vents when I'm waiting for Samantha to come out of somewhere because she'll say I'm going to be <laughs> half an hour. She's about three hours. And I do all my vents and I do every, every bit. I hate dust in cars. It drives me potty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I do, do well, I kind of do my interior more than I need to, I suppose. But yeah, that's something that really bugs me. And I don't like smells in cars either. I don't like that stale smell. I hate it. I have to do something about it. So what's your, what's your air freshener of choice right now? The one I've got at the moment. Oh, I think it's, it's the Paco Rabanne one. I gave, I think, the Creedy style one to my boy. And this was from Infinity Wax Boys. Mm -hmm. I've got that one, and it's really, really nice. But I've also got the Stiana Gloss ones, and they're just they're lovely. They're, they're sublime. They're, they're next else. level. That everyone they says. I sp I speak to people who don't, uh, you know, aren't into the hobby. There's people at work and stuff. And they're like, how much for an air freshener? I said. You haven't smelt these. They do last. Any, well, they are pricey, but they are pricey, but they last incredible amount, a really, really long time. The, the Stekera one, the the one with the gold leaf, is just phenomenal. It really yeah. is. But the one I have in my car again, I only use that for special occasions. The one I have in my car right what, now. What when you wash your door shuts? <laughs> yeah, if it'll ever get done, um, is the Bouncer's Wax Lemon Sherbet one. I love a bit of lemon Ooh, sherbet. Not, really not had nice. that one. Mm. Oh, it's really, really good. Yeah, that's 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 the one that I'm currently using in the car. Natalie has a bubblegum one because she likes bubblegum. Yuck. Even though I tried to kill her in the video yes, I did that I that. did <laughs> for the Infinity Wax video. Um, tried to gas her to death with some bubblegum air freshener. So nice. I think we've uh, covered pretty much everything, haven't we? Mostly, oh. I think so. I'm sure there's going to be times where we could we could go over half of this again, you know. And the thing is, habits are a repeating situation. So we're saying, you know, these are our habits now. But detailing is always changing. There's always something different coming out. There's always something new. There's going to be a new fad, a new craze. Is it going to stick around or is it going to move? Are we going to leave something behind or are we going to keep going with it? So this is certainly something we could most likely in a couple of years time revisit this topic again uh, and basically try and work out is, is it, is there anything else since I, yeah, 2023 I, we, that we've all moved on from. Yeah, I think we should recover it and say, look, I've actually stopped doing this, but now I'm doing this. 
Because there is a yeah. there is a couple of things I've started doing more of water spot removal, and that's not just because I got the stuff from Gary Serapy. I've been using them um, in between washes, and I've been using acidic shampoo as well. I've been using that more often, so that's something that I've changed. That's a thing, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and using probably checking for more contamination more than anything because knowing my car even if it gets chemically decontaminated fairly regularly not all the time you can't keep doing it. it's not good for it um no. it's it's amazing how much you can pick up um on the clear coat and you think wow that does make a big difference and after but that's the whole purpose of a maintenance wash isn't it well it is um but maintenance washes especially if you're not filming for those of you listening thinking that we film every single time we do our cars, we don't. And, and when you're not filming, it's although it's very, very exciting to, to make videos and it's really good fun, it's even better to test stuff without a camera being there and just have a play. Oh, so good. I miss it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we do miss it because we're, <laughs> we're under the heavy kibosh of you know the YouTube, YouTube algorithm. If we don't push content out, then our channels die. Um, mm-hmm. So we have to keep on it. But... Doing a car with trying out new things and different products is exciting. And one of those is acidic, acidic shampoo and yeah. the water spot removers, which do boost your finish big time. And then you're going to use an LSP on top and you're laughing. But I think we've covered pretty much all the basics. Um, I think I think people are going to be quite happy with this one, Paul. I think, yeah, I uh, think so. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Back, um, We didn't want to talk about Waxstock too much, but we just want to say a quick thanks to everyone that came up and spoke to us. Um, if you didn't and you saw us filming or recording, please hang around next time, next year, 2024, and come up and speak to us because we really love talking to everybody. It's what it's about for me and Specky is the people because the people make Waxstock very, very special. Absolutely. Oh, it was just phenomenal to, to have people. What was interesting, one final little story, um, you had mentioned to me, you said, oh, I just bumped into Richard from Auto Valet. Um, and Richard does detailing on, not cars, <laughs> but farm equipment. A grand scale. Tractors and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's what a lovely what guy as well. Way bigger. And he came over. He, I, said to him, I said to you, I hope I spot him. I hope he comes and says hello. And he did. And he wanted to talk to me because obviously he was a fan of the content and stuff. And I wanted to talk to him because I was a fan of his because I'm blown away by the, the level of work and effort that he puts in. And he still manages to show it off on Instagram all the time. He's an absolute legend in my book. So I was so happy. I was I was as much a fan as I was part of the show yeah. i was a, i was a huge fan of the whole situation so thank you to everyone who came over thank you to all the brands who were happy to to come and let us talk thank you to the brands that were happy to let us shove a microphone in your face um especially the ones that hated doing it some of them absolutely couldn't stand it but they still put their professional hat on and spoke to us and and we thank everyone for it Waxstock has released dates for next year as well. So if it's something you were thinking about going to, keep your eyes peeled. Go and follow at Waxstock on Instagram where they'll have all the updates. But all the information about next next year's show, it's all there. It is going to be another two-day event. So keep informed on that one. Keep yourself up to date. When we know what we're going to be doing about next year, we will tell you as well. Because uh, there's plenty going on, but um, yeah, thank you everyone for for all the nice messages and everything about the the Waxstock podcast as well. Um, because it, it was nice for us to kind of for me to relive it in the edit 
Um, and yeah. it was it's it's been great just to kind of keep some of the vibe going. It's a really different feel compared to this time last year. So um, we absolutely loved it. Yes, yeah, thanks Thank everybody. Thanks, brilliant. Uh, anyway, uh, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, if you guys have any feedback, questions, suggestions, or anything at all you want to tell us, you can get in touch with us on our social medias, or you can email the podcast. It is Specky and Paul Talk Detailing, all one word at gmail.com. Feel free to get in touch with us there, and uh, make sure you follow over on the YouTube channels as well, because there's always something new and interesting going on. But uh, in the meantime. Uh, I think we're going to say cheerio. Uh, I've been Specky. Uh, I've been Paul. Are you sure? You you sounded like you were a bit unsure about it there. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at my audacity going up and down. <laughs> Sorry, that's not a, that's not some sort of an term of endearment. That's my scream. <laughs> <laughs> this is my audacity, and that's where we're ending the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Cheerio, love you lots. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, there's my audacity.